Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Goddess Glow podcast with your host, Ray Grillo. Today I am wanting to talk to you guys about red flags in a relationship. These red flags I mostly had, you know, thinking about a romantic relationship, things to look for when you're dating. However, I've realized that you can find these red flags in any relationship that you encounter, be it family, friends, professional relationships, and definitely romantic. Again, that's what the first part um, my thinking was surrounded by. I have when I was writing these down it really can stem into all of them. The first one I would say for a red flag and something to be wary of and to pay attention to is how you feel around a person. Again, yes, I'm talking about feelings again. I'm talking about getting in tune with your body because it's so important. It's so important to take care of your body because your body tells you a lot. You're able to pick up energy from people. You may not be aware of it or conscious of it right now. However, your body tells you a lot. 70% of the conversation that we have with someone, an initiation that we have, connection that we have, is all on an unconscious level you are able to pick up other people's energies and you can just tell the thing that gets in the way is our fears our needs for validation our programs (laughs) things you know we start overthinking sometimes we want to give people the benefit of the doubt and you know that's part of the journey Just take notice before you meet someone. How are you feeling? Are you feeling anxious, jittery, scared? When you're with someone on dates, do you feel butterflies in your stomach? Again, that nervousness. This is something that your body is telling you about this person. You may not know now what it is. It's just be in tune with that. With other relationships, such as like family, or even again, anyone, with anyone, if you are feeling drained, if you're feeling tired, take notice after you're done hanging out with them. Something that I look for is, do I feel rejuvenated? after hanging out with someone. I have even noticed for myself and the way that I can be sometimes if I'm doing information dumping or if I am venting. Information dumping as in giving advice or just if I haven't talked, (laughs) I do this like period of isolation and I just learn so much. I just like stuff so much into my brain that the next person I hang out with or see out of my friend group, I'm just like, <laughs> I like purge all of this information out onto them that I've learned. 
and afterwards that's if i feel remorseful i um take notice of that and i'm like ooh okay got to <laughs> got to write it in for me um to my friends who are listening to this thank you <laughs> for uh allowing me to share all of the stuff that i'm so excited to share with you guys <laughs> i have a podcast now so here's my information dump <laughs> um However, that again, that's just something to something to take into account. It's not just other people, it's about you too. One more thing I would say before I move on to the next uh, red flag is notice if these red flags, if you're able to notice them in other people, you may be able to notice them in yourself as well. Be, you know, self-aware. Be conscious of how you're being also in relationships. If any of these red flags fit you, is there something that you can do to transform it? A way to uh, be different or to experience new patterns or to create new patterns within your relationships? So that you're not showing these toxic traits. I don't like to say now necessarily that there's toxic people. Because anyone can be toxic to anyone. At any time. What I typically like to say is toxic traits. Because people, all of them, have toxic traits they're traits they're not part of your they can be part of your identity if you choose to however again your identity is like loosey goosey you can morph it and change it so the second red flag that i am going to share with you guys is people that their actions and their words do not line up it takes time to create foundations for any sort of relationship when someone continuously does the things opposite of what they're saying that is something to be wary of it is going to take time for you to differentiate this to be able to see this Which also brings me to another red flag, which is rushing. If you're rushing or someone's rushing you in a relationship to get to the next step, to get to the next part, to move at a fast pace, that is something to take a look at. Sometimes people do it because they don't want you to see their toxic traits. They're afraid of you having the time to see who they actually are. And so they need to like shut it down now. They need that validation now. There's also people who might just want to rush through something because they don't want to start all over again. There's could be a multitude of reasons why someone rushes 
It could also be that someone has a specific timeline. I've noticed in women, especially, they're like, my eggs. (laughs) And they want to rush, you know. It's evolutionary. For the people out there that are listening, maybe of more masculine energy, men even, um... For the, I just I just noticed this sort of trap is like women they want to settle down faster than men. Men are more likely to want to build, you know, their kingdom. They're wanting to get into a stable place. They're wanting to fulfill a purpose, and women typically want to have kids a little bit faster than men do. Men typically want to have kids a bit later when they're more established. And so for the men out there, I do urge you to take notice of women who are not, not all of them, just who are not listening to your needs as well. And maybe to either let them go so that you know if that's what they're wanting at this time let them go and find that and for women you know if a man's rushing you into doing anything that is something to take a look at for um again there could be multiple reasons however i've just noticed a lot of it stems from insecurity At least this is my experience with men. It's insecurity. And they want to lock something down or have that certainty within a relationship with a woman. And it doesn't necessarily feel safe for the women either, for the men who are rushing. So there's like different dynamics that can be played. However, again, rushing, any sort of rushing (laughs) is a red flag. Another one is... The unwillingness to communicate when a conflict comes up. If, you know, communication is shut down, then it can be difficult to do anything, to have any growth, to see any growth within your your relationships. This unwillingness can also lead to a lot of hurt. For both parties. Sometimes it would hurt for one. However, I just see it hurting on both ends. Because there's underlying reasons why some people don't feel safe enough to communicate. If you're the type who is wanting communication from your partner, maybe take a step back and see how you're being Or if you're in a judgmental place, are you accepting or are you attempting to control, to fix, to mend another person, to guide maybe without any consent in doing so? If someone's not willing to communicate their feelings or plans or anything with you, that is something to take a look at. Again, this is all over a matter of time. 
emotions are messy. They can be chaotic. If you've noticed this is a consistent thing, then that's probably not really great for any sort of relationship. Any like close intimate relationship. You can still connect again. However, it can be very difficult to create any sort of depth with people who are not willing to communicate and be on the same page as you. The next red flag is is that they peck. So people, I call them peckers. And I always think of a woodpecker. When you think of a woodpecker, think about how it keeps pecking at a tree, at the wood in the tree. When it pecks, it does little bits and pieces at a time. And over time, it becomes a big gap, a big hole in the tree. This is what some people will do to you. Some people will see your light and they will peck at you because, again, multiple reasons. I'm going to go to insecurity because they feel insecure within themselves and unworthy They have to find little ways to do little jabs at you. It could be unconscious. They might be aware of it. It's so subtle though. It is so subtle. I would have a guy before that was dating. He would peck at the outfits that I would wear. And I didn't notice. And so I started changing things. And then he would peck at the way I would do my makeup. How much eyeliner I was putting on. My hair. Then he would peck at my like at the way that I chose my friends. And then he just kept getting a bigger and bigger things. Be wary because it always start, starts off small. If someone makes a comment to you and you're just like, Why would you make that comment? (laughs) They're probably pecking at you in some sort of way. It could also be that they're really awkward, maybe. (laughs) Uh, Men can be nervous too, in my instance. Um, Women as well. You know, there are women that peck and peck and peck and peck. Nag as well. I would be wary, very wary of someone who pecks. I would not continue a relationship with someone who pecks unless you are able to call them out on it. If you're not willing to stand up for yourself, then sometimes it's just best to like not be in a relationship. If they continue after you've set boundaries, then definitely, you know, stop. However, if you're in a place where, you know, of growth within a relationship, you're in a place where you guys can move and work on things, move forward, then absolutely, you know, keep working on it. Just people who are not self-aware have no self-reflection, which is one of my other red flags. There's no, there's not going to be any growth. For any relationship to grow, there has to be some sort of self-reflection. There has to be some 
anything stopping them from reacting the same way every single time, especially when, you know, there's conflict. If there's no self-reflection on both parts, it's very difficult to, to grow, to expand the relationship, to deepen the relationship, to have an even more intimate relationship. If you're surrounding yourself by people who like to point fingers and to blame others for all of their issues, that is something to look at. Especially if they're wanting to blame you all the time. That's not okay. They're not looking at themselves. And that's not a way to develop any sort of relationship, especially a romantic relationship. There needs to be self-reflection on both sides. And then this, I'm going to segue into now the next one, which is that they don't express their desires with you. They don't know. I'm not saying they have to know exactly what they want. However, they don't tell you what their intentions are with you. And also on the same note, they're... Wants are different than your wants. Their intentions are different than your intentions. If you're not able to get onto the same page with someone in the intent for the relationship, the expectations of the relationship, it's going to be difficult because either someone's going to have to sacrifice something, which, you know, sometimes there does need to be sacrifice. There also needs to be like compromise. It depends on what you're willing to sacrifice for this relationship. I personally don't think of anything other than like sacrificing like my story or like certain things to make a relationship work I just feel like people align and then there's an understanding that you know this is what I believe and take away from it and also there has to be like some sort of acceptance I don't I just feel like there could be like win-win there could be a win-win scenario I don't feel like there needs to be a lose-win or a lose-lose. And that's what I think about when I think of sacrifice. Unless you're sacrificing your ego. You know, however, ego is going to get in the way. We're all human. I just don't see it working out other than compromise. I just think win-win. There can be some sort of solution that everyone can find for win-win versus saying like a someone this is a good instance because i was watching this show yesterday someone wants children and another person doesn't in a romantic relationship in a marriage and they still stayed together yet they didn't work this issue out so one of them is going to have to sacrifice something their wants and needs don't align Romantically wise, why not find someone 
Who wants the same things that you want? Who has the same vision as you? Same values as you? Being afraid to start all over again should not scare you into being with someone that you deserve to be with. Look for these things that align. And in friendships too, I've noticed, I've talked to some people and even for me, I've noticed in the past where someone's expectations of me in a relationship was too much for me. I could not give that to them. I didn't feel comfortable giving that to them. Yet, I found myself not being able to express this. And it turned into something that was hurtful on both ends. It's important to communicate your expectations and your intentions for a relationship. And if they don't match up, and you're not able to compromise, then maybe that's something that, you know, other people are allowed to let go of you or vice versa. You're allowed to let go of as well. I put a lot of emphasis on you because I really believe that if it's to be, it is up to me. I really believe that it's the way that I come off initially for any relationship. Like I'm going to go into a relationship with intention. All my relationships, I'm going to go into showing my best self as best as I can. Like, yes, my down parts and my shadow sides are going to come out. However, I'm still going to be the best version of me that I possibly can be and be with intention. And if I'm not, I'm going to communicate that. That's me. (laughs) You know, this is my best self right now. So this is what you expect out of me. I really believe that, you know, you can take a big role in your relationships when you bring intention into it. This one, though, I don't feel like people are being very intentional when they talk about this. I, um, this is another red flag, and it's that they don't ask questions about you. They don't want to get to know you. I would be really wary. (laughs) All of these I'd be really wary of. However, this one, I'm like, they don't ask questions about you and you're the one that's doing all the asking the questions. Like, they don't care. I just feel like it's an ego boost. You're boosting up someone's ego and you're lending them your ear so they'll listen. Oh, you'll listen. And they can just talk. They want the attention on them. That, again, you can tell right away when someone's just not interested. Is, are they asking you questions back? If not, then what's, there's no connection. They don't know anything about you. They're just using you as a, someone to dump their stuff on there's a difference between being a sounding board though if you have a person you know who it's all about me 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 the thing that you can do is take a step back and just be their sounding board people that usually do this too they need someone to be the sounding board and they need someone to ask them questions like okay well how about this how about that And if you find that you 
continually ask questions and then they don't start asking you questions after some sort of time, <laughs> then uh, I feel like that's very one-sided. Um, again, though, discretion. There's people who just need someone to get their thoughts out with because that's the way that they do it instead of journaling or something. Number, I don't know what number we're on, and I've been skipping around. <laughs> they talk about their exes negatively, all of them, or the last one. They're not over their ex. Is could be the same ex in different bodies. If they're not talking about their exes in a positive manner, just what do you think? is the problem or has been the problem within their lives. This can go. <laughs> I've had friends too who talk about their past friend groups just all negatively. There's always one common denominator in all relationships though. And that's the person. I believe this is the last one because I'm looking at my list and this is it. They push your boundaries. Influencing you to do something is one thing. When they repeatedly attempt to push your boundaries and beg you or see if you're willing to bring down your guard or your wall on a boundary, they're testing you to see if you'll let up, that's just a big sign of disrespect. They don't care about your feelings or anything. They just want to have some sort of control over you. If you're a person too who attempts to push other people's boundaries, like you know what their boundary is, yet you're like pushing it to where they're not comfortable, that's not cool. This is not to be confused though with friends who are pushing you to do things in a way to get you out of your comfort zone for expansion and for growth. And it goes along with your goals. If you have friends who are giving you feedback and who are pushing you to be the best version of yourself and pushing you to achieve your goals, then that's awesome. Keep those friends because not a lot of people will push you. Not a lot of people are going to be there and be like, hey, you said you had this goal. Pushing boundaries, though, is a whole different thing. I'm giving two different instances because, again, when I said influence, and I'm giving two different instances for these because, again, there needs to be some sort of discretion, not overthinking it. It's just you can feel out the energy of either side. You're going to know when someone's, attemp someone's attempting to push your boundaries. Here's one that I have noticed just dating in Las Vegas and doing online dating in Las Vegas, a lot of people will travel here. It's a transient city. 
a lot of guys will travel here because and then again las vegas like party city sin city <laughs> let's go you know they come here to party and they want to have that experience crazy experience with um with girls i mean i'm going to guys because i've been dating guys <laughs> girls too you know girls want to have a crazy fun time i've noticed too as well when they come i'm just not paying as much attention to them However, I have noticed, though, that these guys come in, and I'm from Vegas, so I'm like, I'm not going to go to your hotel, let alone, like, I don't even go to the strip. <laughs> I'll go to the strip for a birthday if I really want to see a DJ or producer in the clubs. Like, I'll be downtown. If you want to meet me, we'll go downtown. I noticed, though, that men will really push you to go to their room to meet them at their room and they have their buddies well my buddies won't be there like i don't know you like i want to meet you in a in a public place and i've expressed this and then they'll still attempt to get me to go to their hotel room and they'll say in different wordings different ways oh well we can meet here and then we can go back up here it's not, that's not the boundary. You know, they don't care at that point. And there's no point in even pursuing any sort of relationship with that type of boundary. And of course, there's other boundaries too. Like being, um, another instance that comes up is just like name calling. Any sort of name calling from anyone that you don't like. That's another example of someone pushing your boundary. If every time they get angry, they, you know, boundaries go out the door. Or there's conflict and then like names are being flung around. That just goes to show that people just are in reaction mode. They don't care about your feelings. Or if you do this and you notice this. Maybe it's time to step back and just observe why you react the way that you react. Think about it, you know, maybe go for a walk, express that, you know, you're getting heated or defensive and that you need some time to chill out and cool down so that you can process your emotions. That is what I have to share for my red flags for you guys. If you guys have any more uh, red flags that you'd like to share, please do so um, on my reel on Instagram because I will have a reel on there with me sharing bits and pieces of this. And I'd like to know what you guys think is red flags for you. When you are in the practice of dating or in the practice of creating new relationships in your life, Think about the things that you like and the things that you don't like. It's okay to, you know, be intentional about the types of relationships you want in your life. You are the accumulation of the five people that you hang out with most. So get intentional about your relationships. Get intentional about who you hang out with. 
you're in their energy. You're taking it in. And they're taking you in as well. We can be intentional about everything else. And yet, sometimes I've noticed with relationships, it goes out the door because you're just like, oh, this person, I'm just going to connect with them. I'm going to be loving to everyone. It may not benefit you, though, in the long run. So get intentional. Ask the universe. You know, ask and you shall receive. I am wishing you guys all the best. I hope you guys have gathered some value from this podcast and from this episode. If you're going out dating and you really want a confidence boost, this is for the ladies out there. I recommend getting the Enchantress Blend or the Fantasy Blend in my Goddess Glow collection. These essential oil blends were created specifically for women to feel beautiful, to feel confident, to get into the heart space, and to get in touch with that feminine energy so that when you go on these dates, you're within your feminine energy and you're feeling like a boss. <laughs> you're feeling like a boss-ass bitch. Like, that is why I created these blends. And I would love for you guys to check them out. The link is down below. And I will talk to you guys later. Bye.